0: All right, hello and welcome to Biz Quick. I'm Corey. And I'm Julie. And today we have Jose Flores on. He's a global motivator, mindset disruptor, and best selling author. Welcome, Jose. That's right, you're listening to Biz Quick. This is where Julie and Corey provide quick and useful information to small business owners. BizQuick is the podcast where small business owners get to showcase their businesses and receive expert advice and guidance in areas many entrepreneurs struggle with. And you, the listener, get solutions, tips, and tricks on real world topics that many small business owners face. Julie and Corey are the experts, small businesses hire when they need solutions. And the BizQuick podcast is just one way they deliver those solutions. Let's
1: start the show. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. How you guys doing? We're great.
2: Thanks so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you. Um, let's dive in. Tell our listeners a little bit about what it is that you do.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. So um, as you mentioned earlier, I'm a global motivator, uh, motivational speaker. I travel the world, inspiring, motivating, encouraging, and also uh, impacting in audiences to take massive action today, right now. And getting rid of all procrastination and excuses uh, in their lives. I'm also a mindset disruptor. uh, And the reason why I call myself that is because of a neurological, uh, neuromuscular condition that I was born with called spinal muscular atrophy. And the doctor said, uh, with that, the doctor said that I'd be in a wheelchair by the age of 15, and they weren't even expecting me to live past my teenage years. And uh, but I have good news for everybody, because this year in February, I celebrated my 43rd birthday. uh, So super excited about that. And uh, I actually didn't end up in a wheelchair until I was 22. And uh, so I'm originally from the Bronx, New York, if you can't already hear the accent. (laughs) But um, I moved to Florida when I was 22. So I came to a new state, new environment, you know, looking for new opportunities. And I literally lost my ability to walk from one day to the next. And, you know, I'm one minute, I'm thinking like, man, I'm about to go and attack life and take advantage of every opportunity. And the very next day, I'm thinking like, my life is over, like, what the heck am I going to do now? Uh, I was like in a tunnel with no light at the end. And we've all heard it said, right? Like, when you think you're in a dark, if you think you're in a tunnel, and there is no light, you be that light that you need to find your way out. And so that's what I did. Uh, And so with that, with the mindset disruptor, you know, Every single day up until this day, I'm not paralyzed. uh, So I can still feel everything. I can still move everything. It's just my body's atrophied, which means weak. So as far as my muscles are concerned, it's not life-threatening because it doesn't affect any of my organs, my vital organs. So I can live as long as I, you know, as long as it's time for me to go home. But, you know, up until this day, my body's always going through shifts, different shifts. Every couple of years, my body goes through a new shift. So I have to learn how to adapt and adjust, not only physically, right? Because of this condition that's disrupting my entire body, but also I have to learn how to adapt and adjust mentally. So I have to disrupt my mindset to be able to endure and and persevere uh, this life of living in a wheelchair. Um, so that's, hence, that's where the mindset disruptor comes in. So I've learned how to apply what I've dealt with in my own personal life physically, as far as my condition is concerned, uh, with my mindset and how, how, how have I been able to overcome all the uh, the struggles and adversities and challenges that I've that I've had to experience in my own life, and I and I've learned how to develop a way to assist other people uh, individually with one-on-one coaching, uh, group coaching, and also uh, by speaking to large audiences for corporations, nonprofits, uh, schools, colleges, entire school districts. They bring me in because I bring a certain uh, level of perspective uh, that's different from the norm that you might be usually accustomed to seeing. Uh, So hence, that's where the mindset disruptor comes in. Today, I'm a best selling author of a book called Don't Let Your Struggle Become Your Standard, How to Be Indispensable Even When the Odds Are Stacked Against You. And uh, the great uh, legend, the greatest of all time, the living legend, the great Les Brown, who's my mentor, my coach, uh, my spiritual pops, I like to call them. He wrote the forward to that book. And it also that book just made this year in 2020. I wrote that book two and a half years ago. But this year in 2020, it just made the uh, top 20 books to read this summer in uh, USA Today, Yahoo Finance, and Forbes. So I'm super excited about that.
2: Wow, that's amazing. Great stuff. Um, I want to ask you a question. When you were talking about having to adapt, right? And you had to adapt both physically and mentally that being able to adapt is so critical right now for small business owners, right? And that's who our, that's where our podcast is targeted at as small business owners. So, um, what are some things that small business owners can take into consideration when they're trying to adapt either their mindset or just the way that they're doing their business that could help them out right now when everything is so volatile and just changing on a dime,
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, with the coronavirus, the whole globe is dealing with this pandemic. And uh, there's a lot of people that are struggling. So, you know, I know a lot of companies and small businesses are figuring out ways how they can be indispensable, even when the odds are stacked against them, right? Because right now, there's the odds are stacked against everyone right now, for the most part. And so even I just heard yesterday that Lord and Taylor, they've been in business 195 years, they're closing all of their stores. So you can imagine how this pandemic is, is affecting so many companies, small and large. And so, you know, one of the things, if you, if you own a small business or even a large business right now and you feel like your back is against the wall and you feel like uh, there's no way out and you're thinking of, you're contemplating, you know, going chapter 11 or closing your store or going out of business, now is the perfect time to get your team together. And even if you have a small team, Maybe you bring somebody in. That's that's when people bring people like me in. I'll come in, do an an assessment and analysis of what's going on. And then now is the perfect time for you to really start getting creative and thinking outside of the box. Like asking those questions, what can I do? What creative thing, right? Because it's not only about thinking outside the box, but it's about being creative and doing things that are going to set you apart from the rest of the crowd, right? So for example, if you have a franchise uh, maybe it's a Subway or Chick Fil A Chick-fil-A or something like that. And Those tend to do fairly well. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. Even there's a Dunkin' Donuts by my area that closed down recently. And Dunkin' Donuts are like one of the top best-selling franchises there is in the United States, and so they're closing stores, right? So there's something going on with those franchise those franchisees that are that's that's not working for them. So now is the perfect time to start thinking outside the box, being creative, and And talking about what can you do that's going to set you apart from everyone else that may do something similar to what you're doing. Uh, (laughs) I heard somebody say the other day recently, the best known is better than the best. The best known is better than the best. So for example, you may be one of the best speakers that are out there, right? Or you may want to be, you may be one of the best entrepreneurs that are out there, but if nobody knows you, then nobody knows you right but if 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 you may not be the best, but a lot of people know you then the chances of you becoming more successful are higher than the one that no one knows
0: great, so we've had a few clients we've talked to who uh, all they really needed was somebody to talk to like they they they're you know their backs against the wall, they think they've done everything it, you know everything's against them um you know and and for them the best the best thing was to to call a friend, essentially, like just get an outside perspective on the business. And I know that for a lot of the small businesses that we've worked with and and spoken with, and probably the same for you, the last thing that they're thinking about right now is spending money on outside. help. So with that in mind, like what advice would you give somebody who needs some outside help but might be on a budget, um, you know, like, because they might not be able to afford you, but you know maybe maybe there's something that they could you know that you could tailor for them
1: yeah that's a great question and you know to be honest with you man there's a lot of people uh there's a lot of consultants a lot of professionals that are willing to work with people especially during this time like you may you may be a uh a high level consultant for example and you and you charge multiple thousands of dollars but there's a lot of people that are right now sensitive to what's going on, sensitive to the situation, and knowing that there's a lot of people that are struggling that don't necessarily or may not necessarily have that budget right now because of what's going on. So there's a lot of times that people are willing to, you know, tailor something to a particular budget, right? So maybe you might need a one-week training with your team, but you can only afford two days, then we'll tailor something for you that will be for a two day and then just maximize that day with as much information as we possibly can and then another thing is is that if you just don't have any money at all right because the reality is, is that there's some that are literally broke that don't have the money to spend a penny on anything you know there's a ton of people giving out free information doing free webinars doing free seminars doing free conferences you can literally go to facebook go to events, the events tab, and look at what events people are having um, anywhere in the world. Now, it doesn't even have to be local. It can be anywhere in the world because there's a lot of people that are bringing on some heavy hitter speakers and entrepreneurs and businessmen and women that are bringing these people on to help coach people through these times, to help give those tips, to help give those uh, that advice to people who need it. So it's just about, again, you know, doing the research, you, you got to do the homework, man. Things aren't just going to fall on your lap. So we have Google, we have YouTube. There's people that are doing a ton of YouTube videos and you can literally just type in whatever your niche is, whatever your pain point is, whatever your problem is, go to YouTube, type it in and a thousand, thousands or hundreds of thousands of videos, videos are going to pop up more than likely to be able to help you with what you need help with. So listen, where there's a will, there's a way, man, right? You're going to either find an excuse Or you're going to find a solution choice is yours
0: okay and so i'm thinking about small businesses because a lot of people we work with are either solopreneurs or you know they just have a handful of employees and it might not make sense to bring you in to do a motivational speaking or or an event or anything like that just for that small group of people but i know for example that there's certain like we we had talked uh you know prior to this about uh, chamber of commerce. Like you've done that where it's like multiple groups of people. So like everybody's kind of chipping in where it might make sense to talk to like uh, uh, a group of people. So is that something that you do? And if so, is that something you can help people set up as well?
1: Absolutely. Well, well s- the setting up part would be up to them because they would have to set it up with their sphere of influence or their team members or their, their members. They would set it up. And then I would have a conversation. We'll have with the, whoever the event organizer is, Or event planner is and we would have a conversation. And that's a great idea. I've seen people do that as well. I've actually done that where a bunch of nonprofit organizations have gotten together, and uh, maybe not speak to the entire company, but maybe their, their, their executive team or their director team, and we'll do a zoom, we'll jump on a zoom call, and it'll be the directors or the executives from maybe four or five, six different nonprofit organizations who have chipped in and then it makes it more affordable for everyone because now, you know, everything is virtual. It's not coming in. So a lot of the, you know, a lot of the prices have decreased because it's all virtual. Like I'm, I'm at home right now doing this interview with you guys, right? So I've been able to do one hour, uh, half hour, 15 minute, you know, two hours, whatever the need is, they'll bring me in and we'll do a Zoom call with different people from different organizations on the call. So that's a definitely another great option that people can do. And, and listen, like I like what you said, Corey, you know, it's not about it's not always about having the resources, but if you're resourceful, you can still get a lot done.
0: We wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about SB Pace, the small business consulting company that makes this podcast possible. SB Pace, which stands for Small Business Planning, Advising, Coaching, Expertise, focuses solely on helping small businesses and entrepreneurs. Are you looking to start a small business of your own? SB Pace can get you up and running with a solid foundation that's built to last. Are you an existing small business in a slump or just looking for ways to improve what you do? We can help with that. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? SB Pace is the partner you need. You can find out more about SB Pace and what we have to offer by visiting our website, sbpace.com.
2: I'm going to switch a little bit to talking about more specifically about mindset. What are some tips that you could give to small business owners for how they can quickly get out of their own head and start to get some traction on something when they're stuck?
1: You know, I love that question because we hear a lot of people say that, you know, I feel stuck or you hear you hear coaches and mentors say, you know, I'm going to help you get unstuck. And nobody really asks the question like, well, what does stuck really mean? Like, like, what does that mean? Like, are you, did you break your leg and you can't move? Like, what, what is stuck? What does being stuck mean? Right. So for different people, it means different things. But for those that feel stuck, and for me, when I feel stuck, I just feel like people, what they really mean is they feel unmotivated, they feel uninspired, they feel like uh, things aren't happening for them, or things aren't happening as quickly as they would like to see them happen. So for me, that's what stuck means. Like, I'm in this, I'm in this place where I'm moving, but I'm not going anywhere, right? I'm moving, but I'm not going anywhere. That's the, that's the difference between motion versus action right? Like I can be moving in my wheelchair, that's motion, but going in a circle, which is no action, right? I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going in a circle in the same spot. So that's motion. So when you see like, hey, keep it moving, keep it moving, you know, you can be running in place and not going anywhere. So, you know, movement is good, but you always want to be taking action and action is that forward, that forward movement. And so, If you feel stuck, what works for me, right? What's worked for me my entire life as far as the mindset is concerned, I'm a firm believer that everything starts and ends in the mind. Everything starts and ends in the mind. And so you can, you ever have that that, that moment in life where you talk yourself into something, whether it was jumping from a diving board or going to talk to a guy or girl or approaching them and you're talking yourself into it, you're getting yourself hyped up and then literally seconds, you talk yourself right back out of it and you miss the opportunity. It start, Everything starts and ends in the mind. So whatever you're telling yourself, nine times out of 10, maybe 10 times out of 10 is going to manifest itself into reality. You know, and Les Brown calls me the motivator to the motivators, right? Which is a, which is a high standard to live by. But I'm human and I have days where, where, I, where I'm down. I have days where I'm uninspired and, and I'm not motivated and, and it's not the best of days. But when those days come, again, I've learned to, you know, be, being human and those days are okay right we all have them they're okay to have those type of t- those days but the key is is that you you can't stay stuck in those days right though you can't have multiple days in a row of those type of days because then that's going to become a pattern and you find yourself literally being stuck in your head right that's what we're talking about and so for me to be able to get out of that i just start thinking about all the great things that have happened for me so far i start being grateful having an attitude of gratitude, thankful that I've come this far, thankful that I've obtained all these things and all these accolades and these great things. And believe it or not, when you're feeling down and out and you have these negative thoughts running across your mind and you just pivot one degree, just one degree, it doesn't have to be a huge transition, but you just pivot or shift one degree to the left or right in a positive direction, that's going to start to release chemicals in your body that's going to change your mental state. Right, so we've all heard of endorphins and uh, serotonin levels. Right, those are the those are the body's natural feel good chemicals. So when you start to place yourself in a state of gratitude, a state of positivity, your body and your brain normally and naturally releases these releases these chemicals into your body, and you'll literally start to feel a shift in your entire being. From, from a negative one to a positive one. And that's how you work your way out of that type of situation. That's what's worked for me. I start being grateful. I start being thankful. Listen, the reality is for me, and my story is different from everyone else's, but the doctor said that by the age of 19 was my cutoff date. So every day, and I'm 43 now, so every day that I wake up and I get to go like this on my own and take a deep breath like that, that alone, guys, believe it or not, it may sound stupid to some people or minute, but to me, that's the. I'm grateful for that because according to what the doctor said, I'm not supposed to be here. So every single day above ground for me is a great day.
0: Back to the, I want to go back to the whole movement versus action that you were talking about. So let's say, I mean, for a lot of people out there, they might be in the right mindset. They, you know, they may not feel like they're stuck, but they don't realize that they're just moving and not actually performing action. Like what's the best way for somebody to like you know that you would give advice for them to kind of step back to say is this actually moving me forward or am I just treading water
1: well yeah I mean for, especially for small businesses you know we've all heard it said that numbers don't lie so just look at the numbers and see where you are if your numbers are if you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and your numbers are increasing then then great but if your numbers are staying stagnant or decreasing then obviously that's when you have to take that step back and look at the situation and say okay so Something's not happening here. Something's not working right. Uh, we need to look into what's going on, and that's when you that's when you do that deep dive in. That's when you start to dissect every aspect of your organization, from processes to procedures to the welcoming to like every literally every aspect of your organization, your 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 uh, your um your business plan in in essence, right? And the strategies and the processes that you put in place. Start to dissect those and see where the leak is. Because if if you're if you're stagnant or you're decreasing, that means that there's money leaking out of somewhere in the organization. So you have to be able to find where those leaks are, plug them, and then you'll start to build. So, and the thing is, is that you know we're like we know as individuals whether we're moving, and 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 just not moving in a forward direction, not taking action, right? Moving in that forward direction, and so we know as as adults and business owners, we we can tell because again, it's in the numbers, and then also. It's in the culture. You can see how your team is, is, is acting and performing. If your team's morale is low, if your teams aren't performing and meeting the proper metrics, then again, you know, something needs to be said, something needs to be done. You, you need to start having these conversations. And those organizations that aren't afraid to have those type of conversations are the ones that typically tend to excel, to grow, to build Not only as a company and a culture, but they build relationships because now they're with their team members that they know they have each other's backs. And they know that they can approach each other with that serious type of conversation and say, hey, listen, what's going on here? We need to put everything on the table and we need to figure this out. And we need to work as a team to get to the top or to climb out of the hole that we're in, right? And once you can build that, you know, company culture is huge, you know, not only is mindset, but it's culture, but all of that comes with development. And again, that's where the training kicks in. That's where, you know, these companies that bring me in, there's not a lot of companies that believe in bringing in, you know, motivational speakers. And I'm not just a motivational speaker. Sometimes people think like, oh, he's just a motivational speaker. No, I'm I'm way more than a motivational speaker. Like I can come and motivate the heck out of you. But once I'm gone, the motivation goes with me. (laughs) After (laughs) that, it's up to you. Like, how are you going to stay self-motivated? Right. So but my thing is, is I don't want to just come in and motivate the heck out of you, which I know without a shadow of a doubt that I can. But I want to make sure when I'm gone, I leave or you develop a motivation within your own self that's going to continue to push you forward in whatever you're doing and move that needle forward in your own in your own life. Right. So I give them tips and strategies on how to be able to move the needle forward and keep that self-motivation. Jose, how
2: did you. um how did you discover that you have a, a talent for the motivational speaking and the, the mindset disruption? Like what was the, what was the um, catalyst for this?
1: Well, you know, a lot of times we tend to know what our gifts and our talents and our skills and abilities are, but most of the time we tend to kind of just brush them off as hobbies or just something that we're good at and a lot of times believe it or not those gifts and talents and abilities that we're all born with because we all have our own set of stuff that we can that we can do and that we're good at when we when we can understand that we can use those very things to become very successful in life and they're not just hobbies it changes the dynamic of things. So as, as a young boy, I was always the kid that was encouraging my friends, like, come on, you can do it, come on, let's go, let's just give a little bit more, let's, let's do this, or you got this, don't worry about it. like always patting the back and giving hugs and encouraging people. And it was just a, uh, to me, it was just a gift of mine, right? I always used to get in trouble in school for talking in class who would have known that all these years later, I'd i be getting, you know, making a living off of talking all over the world. <laughs> and so, but I, I didn't know when I was a young kid that that was a gift of mine, right? That was a skill, a talent that I was naturally born with. I'm an extrovert. I'm a people person. I have a great personality. I love speaking to people. I love obtaining information and having diverse conversations with people. So, you know, I, I have a 20-year corporate America background, and again, because I only thought that that was all I was good at doing, simple job that I can get benefits and get some 401k money in, right? <laughs> so I did that for 20 years until I finally realized that I was capable of doing more, and I wasn't per se for. Fi- I I love working in corporate America, and it and it and it, and, it, and it and I did make a decent lifestyle out of it, but there was a void still in me that I was like saying to myself, this, this, you Jose, this, you can be doing more than what you're doing now. There's, there's definitely more that you, what you can be doing with the, with this level of skills and talents that you have. But again, at the time I was just like, eh, well, what, what can I do? I was always focused on the things that I couldn't do right. Because of my condition. Oh, you can't walk. You can't lift your arms. You can't do anything physical. You can't, you can't, you can't. And that was, that was the pollution that I was, polluting my mind with, right? Those are the thoughts that I was polluting my mind with. And that was the story that I was telling myself. So I was like, well, you're only good for for, uh, corporate America. But again, I just got to the point where I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I said to myself, okay, Jose, well, you can't do all of these things. We already know that. Well, the real question is, what can you do? So stop focusing on what you can't do. What can you do? And I said, well, you know what the reality is, is I still have a sound mind and I still have a powerful voice. I'm going to use that to maximize my potential. So I started googling, like I said, suggested earlier, googling, YouTubing motivational speaking. And that's when I came across Les Brown and Eric Thomas and Tony Robbins and John Maxwell and all of the big dogs and really started becoming a student of the craft, learning their their, you know, learning their language, learning the vocabulary, watching their stage presence, their movement, their humor, their strategies, the way they take people on a high, the way they bring them low, like just everything. I just became a student of it. And I said, well, you know what? If these guys don't have a physical disability and they're just using their minds and their voices, I can do the same thing. So I started to really just dive into it. And and I said, you know, the reality is, is that my wheelchair does set me apart because you don't see too many people in wheelchairs or that have a physical disability that are out there motivating because the reality is statistically, most people with physical disabilities are on disability. <laughs> they get disability from the government. They're just, they, they've given up. They've figured, they've settled. They've said, you know what, this is the life I have to live. So, so be it. And I could have easily fallen into that same path, but I said, you know what? I've always had that fighter instinct inside of me that I'm not going to stop until I win. And so every single day I push and push and push and push and push and push. And so I've gotten into the point where I've become such a mental beast that I'm able to help other people push and push and push and push and push so that they can start seeing some wins in their own life.
0: Sure. So I want to, we're going to start wrapping this up here, but I've got one final question or, you know, for you before we get into that. And for everybody out there, you know, this, it's been a rough year and you know, there's no doubt about that. Um, what's one, one thing, like an easy thing that any business owner right now, any employer right now could do to help improve their team's morale?
1: Um, have, have consistent team meetings, like not even meetings, just huddles, quick huddles in the beginning of your work shift or at some point during the day, like maybe it's first thing, depending upon, you know, how your business functions. Maybe it might be in the midday. Well, whatever works for you and your team, you're the only one who knows that. Have those huddles. And, you know, since you're the leader, you need to be, you know, everything starts from the top down. So if you want your team's morale to be high, you need to be involved. You need to be, you know, there cheering them on and and, and encouraging them and motivating them and inspiring them. And, And maybe right now, you know, a lot of times, Uh, people are moved by incentives, but a lot of companies right now may not have that extra overhead to be able to incentivize their teams financially. But maybe that's, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll give you an hour or two to leave early paid, right? They'll be there anyhow, but we're gonna give you paid because you've been going above and beyond and the rest of the team is gonna pick up whatever slack that for two hours, right? You know how excited that employee would be to know that they can leave work two hours early paid to go be with their kids or their family or whatever they want to do. That's, that's, that, that, that just, that's the type of morale that leaders need to be looking towards. Right. And, um, and if you can't incentivize financially, then, then even better, right. Because that that's going to help them and their families out as well. So I would say just have those huddles, man, and just continue to fan that flame. You got to fan that flame consistently every single day. Cause if you don't fan the flame, then the flame's going to die out.
0: Okay. Um, so before, before we finish this up, can you just, Uh, You want to go ahead and just tell everybody how they can connect with you?
1: Absolutely. You can visit me on my website, joseinspires.com. And you can also follow me on any social media platform that you'd like at Inspires it's all universal. So Joseinspires.com or at Jose inspires on any platform. And I'd also like to give all of your listeners, uh, listeners uh, a free gift during this COVID. Uh, we talked about that earlier that a lot of people are giving a lot of stuff away for free. So I'd like to uh, give your audience and your listeners a free gift as well. Uh, if you just go to freegift.joseinspires.com, just follow the instructions and you'll go ahead and get your free gift. Uh, on behalf of myself and my team to help you out during this uh, COVID-19 pandemic that we're all pushing through. All
2: right, great. Thanks so much, Jose. We're gonna put all of that in the show notes for our listeners in case they missed it. But we really appreciate having you on. This has been a really great conversation and I think our listeners are gonna get a lot out of it today.
0: And if you wanna connect with us, you can reach us on the major social medias. So that's LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can also reach us Through our websites, and that's sbpace.com or bizquickpodcast.com.
2: Yep. And if you're listening, we would love it if you would also subscribe. So go ahead anywhere where you can listen to podcasts, subscribe to us, like, and give us a review. We love feedback.
0: We do. And you can also reach out to us about any topics you might want us to cover or if you have a question of your own. Uh, So reach out. We've got uh, all the forms and, and ways to contact us out there. And finally... Make sure to check out our book, Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It's available on Amazon. You can go there directly or you can click through our website. Thanks again. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this is BizQuick, helping small businesses
2: across America.